Thanks for hanging out with us with our podcast today. And do you want to cut down on snacking? I mean, do I want to? Do you? No. I don't want to say, do you need to? (laughs) Yeah, no, don't say that either. (laughs) Okay, all you need is this one thing. And yes, we've got another round of high school skills school. Oh, not learning. Sort of, kind of. Okay. Come on, street smarts, you're into that. I am into that. To get it going though, what do you smell like, Nira? I don't want to talk to you about we this. We need to know That's what strange. you smell like. Peculiar. It has to do with a present. Take a listen. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. What do you smell like? Do you have a signature smell about you? And I mean a good a good smell. Mm-hmm. We all have bad smells. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about your your good smells. Okay. I'm asking because the hottest gift right now is getting somebody a personalized candle made that smells just like them. Smelly cat, smelly cat. What are they feeding you? It's like all the rage. Get them a candle that smells like them? Yeah, like a customized candle. You get it made. The, there's this one website that's really popular, Scent Lab, and you like, you can do it two ways. You can either like just say, here's what they smell like. Like say you loved baby powder, yeah, yeah, or yeah. lavender, and right. so everything your your cream that you used was lavender, and you loved to have lavender hair products or lavender roll or whatever. And I was like, oh, Nira would love a lavender candle because she always smells like lavender. Mm-hmm. Or if you loved like whatever baby powder that or like laundry soap like you have a very good laundry soap smell i don't know if you know that about yourself no i don't oh yeah you have a very very clean which is very you <laughs> so on brand okay you, you smell like really good clean clothes okay a lot i appreciate that and you've I given pride me, myself in that. You've given me lots of hand-me-downs for my kids. Yes. Like, you have two older boys. It's awesome. I have two younger boys. It has saved us thousands. Yes. And you hand me down these old clothes. And in my whole family, Luke's always my older son. He's like, oh, these clothes smell so good. And I'm like, I know. They smell like Nira's. Like, the whole bag smells good. So that would be a good one to get you. Like a, I don't know what Fresh laundry. scent. What laundry soap do you use? Clean. Like she smells clean. Yeah, like clean. Like Fresh. a clean air fabric clean right. candle. Or this other thing this website does, which is interesting. You can take a personality test. Mm. And then they make a candle based on your answers. I would feel... That would be more along the lines of a candle smelling like you. Yeah, right. If you want it, do you want it to smell like you, physically you? Or do you want it to smell like you, what uh, you kind of give out you? Yeah, that, that's a good question. Right, because I do. I love all my, you know, sage stuff. Oh my God. Right? It's like a potion fest in here. Yes, and so then if you were looking in, you, you would think she smells like aromatherapy. Yeah, yeah. Right? And yeah. then you would think about all the aromatherapy type scents mm-hmm. that I love. Mm-hmm. Versus, okay, I'm also obsessed. Like, I love cinnamon. Mm-hmm. Obsessed with cinnamon and cardamom mm-hmm. and like fennel mm-hmm. and stuff like that, which mm-hmm. has this beautiful spicy smell to it. You know? Nutmeg. Oh, you love a nutmeg. Yeah. Like, I love all those warming agent yeah. spices yeah. as well. So, and, and then also... Um, what, like, because what you eat is kind of what you personally do smell Mm -hmm. like and everybody's pheromones are different. That's why like perfumes suit different people and one perfume that smells good on you might not smell good on me because of our pheromones. So Mm -hmm. how deep are we going with this? I don't know. And the pheromone one is what I'm really interested in. Mm -hmm. Cause like my husband, John has like a natural, like 
I want to like just eat him. That's- like his smell is like. Oh, I'm not kidding you. It's like intoxicating to me. That's his I want to just like, yes. like I want to always tell him I want to live in his neck. Like I want to <laughs> just like live right in his neck. I'm like, oh my God, I want to eat you. He's like, are you okay? But there's something about yes. his fear. But how do I, how would you ever, like I would love a candle that smells like that, but I don't know. No, I don't How know. do you describe, I don't even know how to describe and it. what would be the point of that candle? Yes. Like if that candle right. is on and lit, you're definitely not doing it when your friends are coming over. Oh, God. (laughs) You're right. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin. Does this kind of an apology count? An AI apology. (laughs) A what? An artificial intelligence apology. This is all part of this new thing that that whole, everybody's on it. Right. That chat GPT. Mm Mm-hmm. It's the AI that they say that could just, like, steal everyone's jobs. Yeah, like, it's, like, doing its own podcasts and stuff. It's, it's like, doing weather. Like, everything. Like, watch out, everybody. <laughs> if you haven't heard of it, ChatGPT is an artificial intelligence chat bot, okay? And it launched a few months ago, and it's kind of, like, you can, it can, you just tell it what to do, mm-hmm. and it comes out with an entire conversation for you. You can just tell it to write someone a letter, Okay, and I was wondering if this kind of an apology would count because my husband was trying to make up for something the other day and he wrote me this beautiful apology letter. Okay, like in a text or an actual card? No, like in a text. Okay, and I was like, so 2023. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I was so moved. Wow. I was so touched. And I was like, thank you. I really appreciate. He's like, yeah, like chat GBT wrote that for me. And I'm like, (laughs) what? Yes, Gary. What? Yes, Gary. Okay, first of all, do I... He could have totally taken the credit because you know me and technology. I wouldn't have figured it out for months. No. I wonder if... I don't think you would have ever figured it out. Let's be real. But he's like, yeah, yeah, I got... You know, I told chat GPT I got to write an apology letter to my wife. Please write my wife, Nira, an apology letter. This is kind of like the scope of what happened. Okay, I was going to ask, how much information do you give chat GPT? So, So, for example... um. Okay, for example, Gary gave the points, right? And then okay. they wrote. Okay. And then I was all annoyed because I'm like, so you didn't write the letter. And he's like, well, I gave the points and I wouldn't have sent ah. you the letter if I didn't approve of what ChatGPT wrote. That's amazing. Then he it's thought like a it, ghostwriter. Yeah, so then he thought it'd be funny. He's like, so, okay, so fine. He's like, I'll give you another example. I wrote an apology letter from me to you about flatulence. <laughs> okay, I'm excited. So, dear okay. Nira, I know that my excessive flatulence has been causing some problems in our marriage recently. Okay, I don't even know that anybody's flatulence causes issues. <laughs> I want to sincerely apologize for any embarrassment or discomfort that may have caused you. I realize that my actions were inconsiderate and disrespectful to you. And for that, I am truly sorry. So this is how the thing writes. Wow. Okay. So he's like straight up, right about flatulence. I'm upsetting my wife. That's it. Her name is Nira. Yeah, and like, um, she gets upset. She might be feeling embarrassed. Like these are her feelings. And then it writes like a whole thing. It went on and on. I understand that my flatulence has been difficult for you to deal with. I want to do everything in my power to make things right. Wow. Okay. This should not 
count so as an apology letter. That fake apology that you just read, yeah. was that like similar, like similar tones? Like is it, do they switch it up based on like how yeah. bad of a thing you did or? Yes, because now when I look at the one that was for like the actual, sorry, it is, yeah. it is quite a bit different. different? Okay. Yeah. It is quite a bit different. But does it talk like your husband? Like you read that from chat GPT and you did not know that your husband of 20 years did not write it. <laughs> And that like concerns me, but yeah. I'm also impressed. I know. That's what I'm telling you. This is frightening. What? Yeah. And so, and now, even it's, my husband asked me now, he's like, actually, it's a whole new world, a way of working, school, learning. Everything has instantly changed mm. with this chat GPT. Because you could be at work, you could be in a manager um, saying, hey, I need to write a, I don't know, a, what is it? What, what was it called? When Memo? You, yeah, but no. Okay, fine. Memo. I was gonna say when you needed a a disciplinary action letter. A pink sheet. No, that's a pink slip. Pink slip. But you know, like to write write a letter okay. to one of our employees. They're in trouble for blah 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 blah. Okay. Please write it up, and then the chat GPT would send it to you, and then as the manager, you could look through it and make sure it all, it. and then send it off. Okay, but wait, couldn't you cheat at school big time with this? Couldn't you be like, hey, I'm Kyle, and I need an essay on Christopher Columbus, and it needs to be two hundred words. I think that one might get tricky because when you're doing papers and stuff, you usually have to like put the notes at the bottom, like your footnotes of where you got all your information from. Everything's on computer now, Nira. Everything, though. Like, every S, oh. everything. Like, I, don't, I don't think kids ha- use pens anymore. <laughs> ask. Ask okay. this. Also, I'll ask. But, you know, there's uh, about 20 different types of AIs out there that you can now use to, like, cruise and figure out what kind of letters and what kind of information you want to wow. put out there. Wow. I don't even know. I think they're going to take over our jobs. So how are you ever going to know if he's texting you or if it's chat GPT? I don't Who know. are you married to? This is my, I've been telling you for over 25 years, Terminator. I always told you that mm-hmm. it's not a fake, it's not fiction, man. Yeah. Terminator. But you were also kind of turned on by Terminator. <laughs> the whole thing freaks yeah. me out, but it's happening in real life. You don't think these AIs yeah. are going to come to life and take everything over? Yeah. It's the rise I, of the machine. You don't even know who you're married to anymore. <laughs> well, not via text, I don't. No. Is he real at home? <laughs> yes. Cut him a little bit tonight. <laughs> See if he bleeds. See if he bleeds. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin. It's the latest warning from TikTok. Beware of boyfriend air. If I was your boyfriend, yep. I'd never let you go. Boyfriend air. Are you sure it's not boyfriend error? <laughs> Do you ever feel a bit grimy after spending time at your boyfriend's place? <laughs> Do you ever start getting zits after you've left his place, Ew. after being there for a couple of days? Stop it! Do you ever look at your hair after you're at your boyfriend's house and you're like, why is it not as shiny as it used to be? Please stop. What you can blame, there's a name for it. It's called boyfriend air. Ew, you're grossing me out so much right now. What yeah. does that even mean? What do you think it means? It means that they exude mm. grossness out of their body and it goes in the air and it stays there in their place and they don't air out their place and they don't clean their sheets and they don't do laundry and they don't sanitize. Okay, point for boys are gross. <laughs> boys are gross and boyfriend air is a thing. However, ew, 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 experts ew. say, you know what? G- give the guys a bit of a break. Ew, don't blame boyfriends for everything. Experts are like, you know, did you also consider that when you're staying at your boyfriend's house, you're drinking more alcohol and maybe eating greasier food 
Maybe you're not sleeping as much. Maybe you didn't bring your own face cream and you have to use their bar of soap on your face and that's why your skin is looking so tragic. Okay, wait. Maybe it's not your boyfriend. Maybe it's you, honey. Wait, this is not a science thing, boyfriend air? It's it's the latest warning from TikTok. <laughs> so I don't know how much science is involved. But like real experts are saying, I don't think you can boyfriend air. You, you, okay. Maybe there's other things you involved. You got me for a second. No, because you, you're, it's not wrong, though. You got me, though, for a second. You really made me believe that it's in yeah. the air in your boyfriend's place. Yes, that it it's could actually, be. <laughs> they don't know. They haven't done a scientific study. It could be that your boyfriend is disgusting and gross and his okay. sheets are gross. So, Or it could be some other things. One thing for sure, like if you do look back, you know, and think about like your dating days, mm-hmm. Holly, before you got married and myself, uh, the number one thing that I would, I would wash the sheets... Like a, a what? Do, yeah, because go like, there, <laughs> wash their sheets. Because they don't. So offensive. They don't wash sheets, man. Did you bring your own toilet paper too? <laughs> toilet paper is fine. Sheets is another story. Mm. Or I bring my own pillowcase. At oh least. Oh my god! Come, come on, come on! Really? They don't, they don't wash sheets, man. Yeah, but didn't you like the smell of the bed? It's disgusting. The boy, boy bed smell. It's okay. not gross. You just finished telling me about boyfriend air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think is happening inside the bed? Yeah. And not washed. Yeah. And yeah. Especially like if you're still just in the like dating stage mm-hmm. and it's not like Yeah, yeah. You got to wash the No, no, sheets. boys are gross. <laughs> Thank you. End of the story. <laughs> Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin. All right, we got another round of high school skill school. This is now like a thing on our show. Yeah, because there was a giant list of things. They say things, basic life skills that we should have been taught in high school. But a lot of us weren't. And now they're really trying to say kids need to learn this stuff before they leave home, before they leave high school. Like some of the stuff that we talked about already, like compound interest, how to calculate it. You know, the whole concept of opportunity cost. (laughs) <laughs> hey, I taught you some good things, okay? What? Sorry. All right? We even talked about how to split a complicated bill at a restaurant. And I wasn't talking math. I was talking about socially. Like, what is the social construct of just life in general that you should know before you get released from high school? Even the word construct. I'm learning so much this week. <laughs> All right. Well, one of the things on the list that they say we should learn and we should talk about in high school is that happiness takes work. Whoa. A reality that we do not get taught Mm. in high school. Did you get taught that in high school? I think if I went more. Oh, my I may have learned more. No, I didn't learn that happiness takes work. I didn't either. Honestly, true story. They didn't even really talk about mental health that much in high school back in the day. There was like, there's a school counselor. I was like, okay. It's like some dude down the hall. I'm like, what? Like, it was not. No. So times have definitely changed. There's so much more out there about mental health. It's amazing. Good. My children do something that they talk about at school, which I am so impressed with social emotional learning. Mm -hmm. That's a giant part of the program now. Even social emotional learning. That's amazing. Yes. And Luke, my older son, brought home this thing the other day called Luke's Calming Cocoa. And it's like a picture of a hot chocolate. And it's all about like breathing and calming your body. It's like smell the chocolate. Now breathe and blow it. Cool it down. Yeah. I was like, this is so good. Why don't we? No, we did nothing like that. Well, these things are life skills. Mm -hmm. Life skills. Happiness takes work. 
Uh, I wasn't taught that at school, but I mean, I, 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 I saw it <laughs> like within my world mm-hmm. at home. I, I, I understood that, but that is not the norm for a lot of families. And a lot of the times when these children are leaving high school as adults at the age of 17 or 18, then they get off into the real world and some real like you're going to learn some lessons pretty hard mm-hmm. if you don't start getting talked to about yes happiness is amazing happiness is free mm-hmm. but happiness also does take work you got to work at it mm-hmm. it's life is not just rainbows and pots of gold and unicorns i feel like just generally adulting should have been taught way more in high school mm-hmm. like even though it's kind of like boring and who cares but like just things like things just should have been taught like basic things that you do I, I used to see my parents quite stressed out when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And when you tried to ask them, I didn't realize it's just they they were having adult moments. Mm. Adult moments, right? Like right. things are just hard and they just, they're stressed out. Yeah. And as a child, you don't really know and they're not quite telling you. So even now, like if I'm having a stressed out moment or whatever, I try to say to my children, like, sorry, I'm just, I'm just having an, mm-hmm. a, a moment. I'm stressed out about something. This isn't about you. You know, mm-hmm. these are real life things. Because my kids, do you know that, that like they don't even know that we actually technically still pay for our house? Yeah. They think it's just our house. Of course. They don't know yeah. that every month or every two weeks or whatever, whatever yeah. payment plan you're on, that you're paying for your house. Well, because they've probably heard you be like, we own a house. Yes. You don't, you know. Yes. You, you signed something and now you're going to pay for it for 35 you're years. You're like, what? Yeah. What do you mean? The other thing that I think is flipped for even high school kids too, or like all kids, but um, I think parents, like how you said your parents were having adult moments. I think parents used to be like, I'm just going to pretend like this is all, like, I got to keep a straight face for my kid. But now it's like, it's cool to be like, I'm sorry, I'm not perfect. Yeah. I, I am a parent and I'm a grown up, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, mommy's not perfect because I think, you know, looked at, you looked at your parents and you're like, idolize them or whatever, but mm-hmm. They had a lot going on, but you didn't know because you were a kid. Or little things. Little things that you can still talk about at home right now. Everybody is talking about how expensive everything is. Mm-hmm. Having those honest conversations with your kids, it's not to stress them out, mm-hmm. but it's also just to keep things real. Yeah. Like right now, like I, I straight up, I, was, I went to Costco yesterday. I could yeah. not believe the price increase of everything. Even and I Costco. say to my kids, they come home after school, they have all this stuff left over from their lunches. And I was like, guys, I don't want to see any wasted food for many reasons. Yeah. For many reasons. But right now, more than ever, like everything is so expensive you have to you have to be respectful of what you've got yeah and i don't want to see anything wasted nice no more throwing around an avocado like a football in the house oh my god you have an avocado <laughs> they're I'll so give you seven dollars for it holly and nira and now biz with nira who has been uninvited from the met gala that's today's top biz story could the 2023 met gala be Kardashian free. I know. I'm surprised to see me here too. Yeah, we might be. We might she just be. shows up anyway. She looks up. We could be very surprised if we see her on May 1st for the Met Gala. The Met Gala has kind of been a prestigious type event. Mm-hmm. The first time that Kim Kardashian made her way there was 2013 with her then husband Kanye West. She was pregnant. She said it was actually really hard like a really difficult event for her to go to. It looks uncomfortable. She said she'd never been before and uh, she didn't know anyone and she said she pretty much knew when she went to the event in 2013 no one wanted her there. She felt it. 
Oh. That is pretty sad, right? Like, I mean, no matter what and how much we want to make fun of her, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, you're still a human being. You yeah. go to an event. She's like, you. She's like, everybody's like, why is she here? Uh, she said that she cried after the event uh, from all of her insecurity. She was also pregnant. I mean, I yeah. cried a lot over everything. <laughs> yeah. But still, you know, we've all been there, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not a nice feeling. But after all these years, uh, she has gained more and more confidence of going to the point where she comes with her posse. Posse in including her sisters and her mom. So the Met Gala is now like, no, that's a bit too much. Yeah, it's a lot. They kind of hijacked the event a little bit. Isn't it like seven people? That's, come on. Because Chris Jenner, the momager, also brought her boyfriend right. as well. And then Chloe also went last year. Kylie, yeah. Kendall, yeah. Kim. It's just, they're like, it's just, it's too much. So according to sources that are close to Anna Wintour, they're cracking down on the guest list this year. Yeah, that's good. And then we'll see kind of what happens and where it goes. Lady Gaga, you know that she is up for an Academy Award for uh, her song that she did for Top Gun Maverick. This could be her second Oscar. I sing this to Nira every morning. (laughs) You can cry you want, honey. Don't you let go of my hand. Can't say that because you're a Top Gun Maverick hater. So, but I like Lady Gaga. I know, we love, love her. Lady, Lady Gaga will not be performing her Oscar song. Actually, they thought that oh. she was going to be performing that this weekend, this Sunday night. She will not be performing because she is so busy performing. Um, sorry, filming for the new Joker movie, and uh. she's super in character as Harley Quinn. Mm. Like she is really trying the whole Joaquin Phoenix thing and doing the method acting. Oh wow! Like never breaking character. She's trying. She's trying. Yeah, I mean, Joaquin wow. Joaquin Phoenix is all in his own category with what he will do for a role and he's definitely done the method acting for this role Mm -hmm. and she's trying it as well also do you know that Lady Gaga is being sued for two million dollars why by this woman named Jennifer McBride Jennifer McBride is one of the ones who returned Lady Gaga's stolen French bulldogs two after two days after they were dog napped okay right I remember that weird story and um, McBride was then arrested and charged as part of the dog napping she pleaded no contest she was given two years probation Okay. Okay. But she says that she still wants um, her money because the whole thing was a, a, a reward for returning the dogs, no questions asked. She's like, you can't put up something that says return the dogs, no questions asked, but then get charged and still not get the money and have questions asked. She does have a point because you, you can't say no questions asked, but you you stole. No. It doesn't matter? No, I no, it sets the precedent for anything that ever happens in the future. Okay, I so say. wait. Say I, I get, say. say I get kidnapped. Yeah. And then I just want you, you back. And you're like, I just I'll want give you a hundred grand. I to who, no questions asked. No and questions the kidnapper asked. hears this and returns me. Yes. And you know that they kidnapped me, you'd just give them a hundred grand and be like, so what? Was that my word? I don't know. Interesting. Because then what are we teaching these kidnappers? Because how many times do people say just return? No questions asked. No one will be charged. We right. just want. Yeah, but don't they do that so that you come forward so then they grab you? I don't know. Oh. You tell me. You I, tell I, me. I, I don't know. I've never kidnapped. Okay, I'll kidnap somebody. <laughs> no, you won't. Or a dog. So this was a dog napping situation. She said no questions asked. Questions were asked. She didn't get yeah. the reward. And on top of that, she got charged. I would do what she did. Like, I would be like, no questions asked. Wink. And then when I got my dog back, I'd be like, you're going down. Well, she's being sued now by well. this chick. Also, Hugh Jackman wants us to know, because he is coming back as Wolverine and Deadpool. Uh, Hugh Jackman says that, you know, by playing Wolverine and by growling, he actually completely damaged his vocal cords. I bet. Yeah.
He said the growling and that yelling. He's like his voice teacher. Uh, he's like was horrified at what he was doing for the Wolverine role because you know he's a really good singer. Oh, too, I right? know. Seen Les Mis, right? Nails it. Yes, but he's really messed up his vocal cords from playing mm-hmm. Wolverine. So now when he's playing Wolverine for Deadpool, I mean it's a much smaller role. He said he has to train his voice differently, and he's not sure how he's going to be able to growl. Oh my God, is he going to get a voice double? Is that a thing? I don't know. I could maybe do it. Let it me could- hear it again. Okay. Wait. <laughs> That's not can, bad. Can we please film your face too? Because that was absolutely I'm sure amazing. It's very attractive. It was so good. I'm Nira. <laughs> That's the biz. Catch up on more biz stories. Listen back anytime. 94.5 virginradio.ca. Holly and Nira. Virgin. Okay, so spring break is starting next week for many families. He starts today. He starts today. (laughs) Yes, big travel day, the spring break travel day. You're just spending a lot of time together with your children. Lots of it. I love that they call it spring break. Okay. Yeah. Sure for them. A mental break, (laughs) not necessarily, but you will be spending a lot of quality time with your kids most likely. And this is one of the best times to figure out if you may possibly have an indigo child. Have you heard about an indigo child? We learned about indigo children by Patricia, who is a psychic medium and a very good friend of our show. We love having Patricia in. She is a metaphysical practitioner, tarot reader, clairvoyant, spiritual medium. Readingsbypatricia.com is her website. Patricia, okay, we're here to learn. What are indigo children? Okay, as I said to Nira, I need to give a little bit of the backstory, and that is that in the 70s, which was the time of the hippie movement, love and peace and all, there was this, or actually is still, because I don't think she's deceased, um, Nancy Ann Tapp with an E, and she wrote a book on indigos because she um, is a parapsychologist, which is <clears throat> a psychologist that knows a lot about the paranormal. Okay experiencers and and things of this nature and she noticed an uptick in the numbers of um, indigo auric kids because she reads auric fields everybody has an auric field and the indigo is the um, it's the chakra the sixth chakra that actually corresponds with psychic ability and intuition So uh, she wrote a book and discovered and even, um, I think, conducted a study on these children that were exceptional. So, um, you know, you ask um, Holly about what is an indigo. An indigo is an old soul, for one thing. An indigo child. Yes. An old soul. An old soul. They've been here many times before, but Mm. essentially they have a heightened multisensory awareness. Okay. So, um, you know, visual, auditory, tactile. Um, kinesthetic they have you know full on but it's heightened so they're extremely sensitive and they're very prone to hurt Um, they're exceptional children and you have to be very careful when treating them and raising them so Hmm. uh, this is pretty much what they are how can you then tell if you possibly then have an indigo child well you will know because of the depth of what they say Okay. So if they say something profound, if they're saying things like, Mom, you know, you look tired, you need to, you need rest, or oh. things are going to work out. Don't worry, Mom, I know they are. How do they know? Wow. It's from some deeper resource that mm-hmm. they have within. And that's and the old soul angle where they, yes. they've lived it before, felt it or experienced it, and yeah. it's coming out again. They have heightened Whoa. intuition. Wow. Yeah, they're, they're very telepathic. They're... Um, 
uh, intuitives. They know things. They feel things before they happen a lot. Are indigo kids more mature, would you say, than other kids their age? Yeah, they have wisdom that's unbelievable. And you'll ask, you know, where did they get it from? It's, It's from within. Wow. Yeah. We're talking right now to Patricia, psychic medium. Uh, she is talking to us about Indigo Kids, a really good time to maybe pay attention to some of the things your kids are saying over spring break, some of the hints they may be giving you. You gave us a really good example of someone who was an Indigo child, uh, but now is an adult, but Greta Thunberg. Uh, you say Greta Thunberg, obviously yeah. an Indigo child. Yeah. Well, you know, Indigos often, they're advocates ah. and they're they're trying to improve consciousness in humanity they're trying to raise the the level of vibration in people's thinking their paradigms and this is why she's an activist for climate control and change um there was another one and i actually i spoke to scott about this is uh, uh her name is um just trying to think of it is she uh, famous Barnes. Uh, she's not famous but she narrated of of the thing that's on netflix um it's like sea of something Mm -hmm. i can't recall laura barnes i think it is okay Mm -hmm. and i think she's a young girl 13 or 14 and she is an activist for climate change but also to protect the ecosystems Mm -hmm. so you're going to see more and more of um young kids involved in protests Hmm. Okay. So, Sea of Life is the Netflix. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. But I think it's Laura Barnes, B-A-R-N-E-S. I mean, that would be another example. That's amazing. Okay, so now I want to go home and, like, analyze my children. Yeah, we have more questions, and we obviously want to know more about how how we would alter our parenting if we feel that we may have an indigo child, and maybe some of the challenges For sure. that you may face if you have an indigo within the family. That's right. Okay, so Patricia is going to hang out for another little bit. Readings by Patricia.com, and we'll be back. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Learning about indigo kids as we're going into spring break for a couple of weeks. You're going to be spending a lot of time with your children. Do you have an indigo child in your family? Talking to Patricia, psychic medium, about indigo children this morning. Okay, Patricia, in one line, can you please tell us what is an indigo child one more time? Indigo children are very old souls that possess some sort of heightened multi-sensory awareness of their surroundings. Something I have to say before too long, before I forget or whatever, is that they see through the veil. Oh. I've been on previous shows with Nira and you, yeah. Holly. Um, you know, Nira's mentioned about the veil thinning between mm-hmm. the two worlds, the physical and the spiritual. Mm-hmm. These kids can see through the veil. Wow. So that encapsulates what they are. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's got to be a lot on Yeah, no wonder they're children. so wise. You also had mentioned that indigo children advocate for a safer, healthier planet. They also are here to create positive changes in the way we think as humans to nature, animals, higher truths. They want to challenge establishment. Yes. That's pretty cool. Can you tell us what, what are the challenges for an indigo child and if you are a parent listening and you're like, whoa, I think I have an indigo child. Well, indigos typically challenge authority figures. So parents are part of that equation, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Teachers at school, these the systems, because they the man. They, yes, they mm. don't quite fit in. So they're going to challenge whatever it is that's a barrier. Cool. And like Greta, you know, breaking through that barrier and Julia Barnes, Sea mm-hmm. of Life, breaking through the barrier mm-hmm. and doing what we would think is impossible 
and they do the possible. How do we as parents, family members, how would we evolve or change or alter our behavior if you are maybe thinking that you have an indigo child? Well, the first thing is you have to listen to them. Okay. Because they do often utter words of wisdom that Mm -hmm. are far beyond our capacity to reason. So that's number one. The second thing is allowing them to express themselves Mm -hmm. because they need to communicate their thoughts and feelings. A lot of them will feel different from their peers. Yeah. So that's something that you have to support. But if and when, and of course they do often, connect with nature, you've got to bring nature into your house. Okay. Okay. So cats, plants... Uh, you know, insects, bugs, whatever it is. Oh, wow. Okay. Cool. Need that yeah. connection. Yeah. Uh, I, I remember I had a teacher friend. We went camping uh, and, you know, I, I'm a little bit of a germ- germaphobe, but my daughter uh, was... To put it lightly. <laughs> and I, I know I have to get over that, but my daughter was totally immersed within like the dirt and the sand sure. and she was getting all her clothes dirty and all I kept thinking is, do I have spare spare clothes? We're camping. Right. I don't have a washing machine. And as a teacher, because I was trying to get her to stop, he's like, you know what? That's the number one problem we're making as humans he's like Mm. we don't play enough anymore with dirt sand rocks nature we don't use our hands and feet and explore anymore he's like it's one of the most amazing basic concepts for children and for expressing and learning and for calming and soothing is to let them play with nature yeah and, and especially if she was touch. feeling totally in vibe Loved with it. that earth, Lo- like just oh. let her vibe out. The campfire, the yeah. earth, the sand, the rocks, and the leaves. Here, you might have yourself an indigo child. Okay. Questioning establishment. Yes. Um, if you want to learn more and you feel like you could really get some help from Patricia here, readingsbypatricia.com, readingsbypatricia.com, Patricia, psychic medium. We love having you on the show. Thank you so much for coming in. Happy to be here. And I mean, I always ask, but you knew we were going to call you in right <laughs> oh, every wah, time wah, wah. girl <laughs> readings by patricia.com thank you holly and nira holly and nira virgin radio how many times should you apologize if you screwed up you made a mistake you have to apologize how many times should you say i'm sorry a study was done nira what do you think? How many times do the experts say after you screw up and you need to say I'm sorry, how many times should you apologize? Should you apologize? How many, how many times? times? Mm-hmm. Um, like for it to actually have an effect or f- before you should give up? I sure. Need to- All that. Oh, gosh. How many times? I would say mm, two. Wrong. Three. Wrong. Four. Wrong. One. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Good. That's Once. it? That's it? Experts say... You should apologize one time when you're in the wrong and you need to say I'm sorry because after you apologize more than once, Mm -hmm. it loses its potency. Okay. And it can make you come across as weak. Wait, there's so much to this. Yes. Lots of backstory. Let me just say I'm sorry for bringing it up. Thank you. And this is the last story you're going to hear from <laughs> Ever. Okay, there is a lot to unpack with this. Mm-hmm. Because uh, what if your first sorry was via text message? Does that count as a proper apology? Like, and then you see them in person and you're like, hey, I'm really, again, I'm sorry. Yes. Like, I'm really sorry about what happened. Can we please meet? Now, did, okay. did the I'm mm. sorry via text count as the sorry? Because what if the person is refusing to meet you for an apology? 
And then you're like trying to apologize via text. Does the does the text apology count? Mm, good question. That happens all the time. Yeah. You mess up. The person isn't available for you to see or won't make themselves available. So you're trying to apologize via text. Maybe that's like a half. Okay, that's a half. And then it's the classic uh, Carrie from Sex and City and Aiden situation. Remember? Because mm. she cheated on him. It's not a spoiler. It happened like 20 years ago. <laughs> Still not over it. He was the best one she had. But the amount of time she had to keep apologizing throughout when he took her back mm -hmm. after they broke up because she mm -hmm. cheated then he took her back and she constantly felt like she was apologizing within the relationship yeah. and at the very end when they broke up for the second time I still remember her on the floor because the engagement ring was around her necklace she wasn't wearing it on her finger she's like you have to forgive me you have to forgive me you have to forgive me mm. you have to forgive me yeah that's just annoying at one point though it's like, think about when your kids do the same thing over and over that you've told them to not do. And I'm you're sorry. Like, and they're like, I'm sorry, mama. I'm sorry. And you're like, stop. At one point, you're like, this is just getting annoying. Right. I need to see some action. I stop saying I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. It does lose its thing after yeah, a while. Yeah, but what would you rather have? If they make the mistake over and over and they're still in the process of learning, would you rather them not even say sorry at all? No. It's worse if they don't even say I'm yes. sorry. Yes. I do. I'm like, okay, I get that you're sorry and I understand that, but now yeah. I need to see the action that goes with the I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for saying I'm sorry, yeah. but. What's the action? You know that they say this is really important at work the one sorry is like huge if you make a mistake at work you apologize once of and course. that is it yeah i feel the multiple sorries happen more in relationships yeah because you're seeking that emotional approval from someone the social approval from someone yeah and a lot of people do the fake forgiveness right mm -hmm. fake forgiving is is what's causing the extra sorries Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So if someone fake forgives you, but you can tell from their actions that they there, actually yeah. haven't, yeah. then of course you're saying I'm sorry again. Yep. Like, Look, I am sorry. I find the sorry tone matters too. Like, you know, you've yelled at me and I'm like, sorry. That doesn't count. And then if I've I'm like- i yelled at you and then you I'm say, sorry. I'm sorry. I don't think I'm yelling at you. Okay, you're mad. <laughs> to see? You're mad at me. To me, I hear yelling. Okay. Okay. And then I'm like, sorry. Well, that doesn't, that tone doesn't work, right? No, no. So then you need a real story. That's patronizing. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Your eyes are patronizing. <laughs> That's something. Holly and Nira. It's time for Holly and Nira's Snoop Loop. So excited, Snoop Dogg. The High School Reunion Tour, Rogers Arena, Friday, July 7th. Your last chance to get Beat the Street tickets because they are going on sale this morning, 10 a.m., Ticketmaster.ca. You want to hear the loop? Want to hear the actual loop this time? It's cool, man. It's cool. I played the wrong thing. I'm trying to get over it. It's Holly and your Snoop Loop. We're going to do, uh, we've looped a line from a well-known Snoop song. You know what? You win. Take a listen. With so much drama in the LBC, it's kind of hard being in Snoop D-O-double G. With so much drama in the LBC, it's kind of hard being in Snoop You know it. You know what this is, and is this Chris from New York? Hi! Hi! Hi, Hi! Chris. Hi. Okay. Chris, what Snoop song was that? Uh, it's gin and juice. <laughs> Rolling down the street, smoking in those, slipping on gin and juice. I think back. Slipping. I'm pretty sure we're sipping, but, but hey, maybe man. Maybe she's slipping, she's tripping, after, whatever. After you're sipping, you're definitely slipping. <laughs> Chris, you're going to see Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Chris, you're going to have so much fun. The show is Friday, July 7th. Friday, Friday. You're going to have a party night. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait. Congratulations. Have an amazing Thank you, weekend. Lady. You're welcome. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Okay, do you want to cut down on snacking? I mean, at the end of the day, 
we want to eat, we love eating. Especially at night and carbs. But we all know that unhealthy snacking isn't necessarily the right way to go. And you can kind of feel kind of crappy afterwards if you have too much of it, right? So they're saying now, if you want to cut down on some of that unhealthy snacking, there's just one thing you need. And that thing you need is your imagination. Oh, okay. A study. This is a study. A study claims you may be able to cut down on snacking by simply imagining that your most recent meal was bigger and more satisfying than it actually was. Weird. You just need to imagine that you are so satisfied with the feeling of your last meal that you maybe ate two bowls of pasta instead of just one. If you start imagining, you will start to feel more satisfaction and you are more likely to do less snacking. I'm picturing that scene in Hook, you know, remember when they had like the food fight and there was nothing in the bowls and then they used their imagination and then all of a sudden it was colorful pudding that they were throwing at each other. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. Okay. 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 So, okay. You just have to pretend. You have to imagine. I got really full. That was so good. I had four bowls of pasta. I mean, I've heard of the power of the mind in situations like this often. Mm. Now, this is taking it to another level. There's so many times that uh, I've been told or taught or read that as soon as you're feeling like you need to have another chip or another, uh, all of a sudden, if you just, you want to go and snack, right? Mm -hmm. You say you have that feeling, right? You're having that feeling like I want a bag of chips or I want chocolate or I want whatever. All of it. Just say to your brain, just all you got to do is say to your brain is, if in 10 minutes I still have this feeling, I'm allowed to go get it. You say that to yourself, whether out loud or inside voice, you say to yourself, I'm going to look at the clock. If in 10 minutes I'm still having this feeling, if I'm still having this craving, I'm allowed to give it to myself. And just, I'm guessing yes, but just this is after you have eaten a normal healthy meal. Yeah. And you haven't, okay. This is for snacking purposes. Like your junk food. Yeah. Right, like you know, like you, you we oh, all get those cravings. Your chips and dip, Nira. Yeah, your I, chips I, and dip, Nira. I, I have refound my nostalgic childhood, amazing memory of French onion dip and yes. ripple chips, and that has been my thing for the last few years. Right, it's my guilty pleasure. But uh, I can say to myself, in ten minutes, if I still have that feeling, I'm allowed to go get it because you can- know I eat chocolate every single day. Mm-hmm. Every single day, I eat chocolate. Now, can you set an alarm? Yeah, of course. To remind yourself yes, that you want a snack in yes. 10 minutes? Because they say that in 10, because it's actually a trigger that's going on. It could be emotional. Mm. It could be, it's not necessarily that you're hungry because I always want to eat it after I've had my lunch. That's why I always want chips at night, but I swear it's just become like part of my, like I'm yes. sitting on the couch now. I'm finally getting to a chill. Ritual. Now I want a little bowl of chips. Yeah. It's your routine. Huh. But you say to yourself, if in 10 minutes I still want this, I'm allowed to have it. Because you've given your body also permission to be allowed, mm-hmm. apparently that takes away half the craving in itself. When you're telling yourself, I'm not allowed right. to have it, I'm not allowed to have it, yeah, I'm not course. allowed, then you want it more. Yeah. So usually, I would say 50% of the time, I actually don't even want it anymore after 10 minutes. I'm like, oh, that was just like that craving I was having in the moment because I know that in the afternoon, after I finish my lunch, I have a cup of tea, I always eat chocolate hmm. because I put myself in that routine. Yeah. But then if I give myself 10 minutes, if I still feel like it, I have it. If I don't, mm. I don't. Wow. I know. And also in those moments, they say chug two glasses of water when you're having these cravings mm-hmm. of your unhealthy snacks that maybe kind of go overboard. Mm-hmm. If you chug two glasses of water, you're most likely not wanting that craving anymore. 
Most so likely. All imagination stuff. Imagination. It's all about your brain. It's about the power of your brain. Have you ever forgotten you've eaten dinner? Because you're like, I'm so on a snack. Did I even eat dinner? You're like, I had a full dinner. Oh. You know, usually I'm pretty good. I, I eat good hearty meals. Like I really do. I love mm. eating. So I don't, I, mm. when I'm having my meal, I let myself have my meal. I'm hungry every two hours. Well, yeah, maybe you just need to get more into healthy snacking. Yeah, okay. Like a boiled egg. Oh, party. <laughs> 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 <laughs>